2: Bonsoir, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and messieurs. It is Sunday, the 18th day of June in the year 2017, and you're now listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrown.com, broadcasting free live from the sunny beaches of Southern California. Playtime with Sandra Radio can be heard via Blog Talk Radio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, digital podcast, and New Grooven Rhythms, a.k.a. Naked Girls Radio. The song you just heard at the top of the hour is called Keep Poop, and it's by the artist No Fingernails. I uh, hope you all enjoyed that out there. Um, and uh, cool news, cool news, cool news alert. Uh, yeah, so I should be able to interview um, the author of a nonfiction A novel about uh, H.H. Holmes, Dr. H.H. Holmes, like the first, I guess, known American serial killer. Yay! The interviews, like the author, dude. Yeah, so I sent an email uh, and we said hello via Skype, uh, not Skype, uh, Twitter. (laughs) Uh, We shall see when this will happen, but I'm looking forward to it. I really. I don't know if you can say, well, I guess you could say enjoy. I enjoy reading uh, true crime uh, novels or books, what have you, Um, and watching, you know, movies about things that are based on real life, whether it's just a dramatic film or a somewhat horror (laughs) film kind of a thing. So um, this ought to be interesting. But yeah. In the meanwhile, check out this next song, I'll be right back with you. The call in number is 858 815 2333. Once again, 858
0: 815
2: 2333. And it is called. A game by Christian.
0: At your cheek upon his lips holding the lingering across your own skin. Holy show is gonna so slow day if only I was. Pretending these actions are finally tuned out of my mind. Ain't no one only and you should be all late night. No numbness showin', it's so unkind. You want, oh, you want, oh, you want to be the only one. You want me to be so sincere in our oh, the time will come, I'll play so dumb in your persuasion. I don't you keep it that way Wrapped in a rose-tinted rubble play You don't you want all that I say Cause I know that you play dumb It's nothing that you have done You think that it was just fine But know it's out loud you Know that you play dumb It's nothing that you have done You oh, always On and on and on she and she's her so her and on thinking on and on and on and on and on Have on and 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 Oh, it really had to be
2: are back, you're listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio, and your host is Sondra London of liveandgrind.com. The two songs we just heard were Games by Christiane and uh, Purple Trip by Panda Dub. Um, and did I, did I fail to mention Happy Father's Day to all fathers in the world? Happy Father's Day! Hello. Um I have no idea if there's, like, some awesome song that would be, like, a nice Father's Day song. My bad. <laughs> but, yeah, happy Father's Day. Um, and I was going to uh, – it will come back to me. Yeah, I, I did this show uh, on the fly because I was trying to format it, and things just kept going haywire. So I tested out that just just go live right now. I'm like, oh, all right. And so that's what I'm doing at this very moment. You are a part of my experiments Enjoy. joy. But, yeah, Um, (laughs) I'll give you another song. Uh, The call-in number is 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. Let's see. How about, let's do, I'm going to close my eyes and open them. Wait, now. <laughs> okay, I probably have about 100 songs or clips and or clips in here. Uh, let's try uh, Scorpio by Moonvale, and I'll be right back with you. Radio And I'm your hostess, Sandra London of LivingGrind.com. The songs you just heard were Moon Veil by Scorpio and Dubnotic by SPCZ. Uh, the call on number 858-815-2333. Once again, 858-815-2333. And I'm with, ooh, with my uh, short form erotica stories for you, um, and I'll probably do a live reading towards the end of the show of one of my other more recent videos, uh, uh, <laughs> scrolling, what have you, but I'll do, for right now, I'll do Celeste, um, Oratio Oblica is its formal title, and direct speech, aka Celeste, here you go. Yesterday morning, or perhaps last night, Celeste will wake up dead. It will take quite some time before she will take note of this. Celeste will have just ventured out the evening before with her best friend forever, Ashlyn Jameson, to seek out a new restaurant and bar, Le Colisée. Dave will not appear too excited about this, and Celeste will worry that he may be upset by the time upon which she returns. Especially if she should so happen to have spent far too much time catching up with her longtime friend, with whom she will have not seen in a little over an academic year. Ashlyn has been on a study abroad exchange of some sort, premised upon classical literature and ancient mythology, or something like this. Ashlyn's long winded, bubbly digests are quite familiar to all. In fact, they register quite regularly as a C.C. All expose to her steady circulation of friends, as well as the many more recent admirers she will have gathered along the way. Mykonos, Athens, Barcelona, Catalonia, as Ashlyn has never failed to educate her fellow feathered ilk. All this, and even more, still, and yet Always, all the best parts divulged solely for Celeste's pervy perusal and private consumption. And so now, Celeste will be able to unearth even more, always more, about her darling girlfriend's heady endeavors and their lusty conclusion. Uh, for example, Tomás, the hunky, highly adroit Catalonian, with whom Ashley has only just memorialized a great escape, to Venezia, a sweet but sordid escapade culminating with tentative, then turbulent, finger-filled dalliances to the tune of the silent symphony on the muddy waters of a midnight gondola ride. A tasty bon appétit, indeed, for El Senor, fanned beneath her popularly peasant skirt, and how Ashlyn would squirm reliving how she would try her best to ignore the rocking and swaying of that small, floating apparatus so many millions of light-years away from the crunchy granola of her more usual indives. Like Hendry's Beach off the Pacific coast, or a stolen moment of picnicking a la vavavoom, on checkered gingham blankets, or were they Freddy's Burgers napkins? Ashley will have developed a learned disdain for those comparatively milder throes of passion long gone and tossed out to sea amid the persistent flow of tides along the edges of humanity. Celeste is more than willing to subsume this all the while, emptying recollections of fuzzy, fading remnants of her own times past, like losing her bon genre to the Pacific coast in a newly naked embrace. Her soaked front pockets bearing down, impeding resistance, reuniting with Donnie's t-shirt. Their having become saddled with quarters, readied for a midnight sack of colorless bra and panty laundry, and Donnie's short sleeves. All this, and salute to the elements, yet little more than a mere pittance to Mother Nature herself. But no, no the less will quickly return to the seedy seat of novelty smack-dab in front row, where things were a lot less pedestrian. You see, Ashlyn was a lady in Europe. That being so, it was only polite then to allow her beau, Damas, to have a gander at her prized and pretty pink possession, and unthinkable to lie concealed indelicately beneath some nondescript fabric of commodity. Ah, yes! Celeste will be most eager to relish all of these naughty delicts abroad in real time. After all that she has devoured at length before her computer screen, things were going to get real. Celeste will reach out, compelled by her quest to fully expose those secret treasures of abandon and concert, she hoped, with her longtime beau. She has lived for the date of this reunion, it seems, and a lustful remixing of the familiar. The widening of Ashlyn's complicit, dazzling hazel green eyes, her full breast thrusting forward out of habit as she embarks anew, weaving her delicious narrative to life. David will not know what hit him. Certainly, yes, Celeste has been yearning for this sort of gathering for much more than a fortnight. And now, she wants to collect. Her attention will divert at moments upon the thought of Ashlyn's cheeks, which usually tend towards Rosie when she is just about to spill the raciest of spoils, the impish dives of Ashlyn's heart-shaped head as she lowers her gaze mid-sentence, the corners of her girlfriend's lips when they curl conspiratorially, their interchange will commingle, as they often do, laced with sheepish murks of self-censorship and bouts of sheer bemused embarrassment. False modesty will peel away as Ashlyn's hushed giggles tell all. Together, they will find it increasingly troublesome to fight back the tears of merriment. Time and again, they may attempt to stifle and compress Ashland's naughty narrative at irregular intervals, shielding themselves from spectators' wandering eyes and wondering ears. And, of course, the waiter will come near, making his proverbial rounds, mostly mid-bite, just like clockwork, just to see if everything's all right. And it will be, and so very much more than all right. Celeste will encroach progressively as the night waxes on, building upon each succulent recantation of her muse. Celeste will catalog all manner of happenstance this evening, hoping to unleash her very own brand of sex magic. Just this once, but precisely where and when she should. She will attempt to widen the circle just for one, or, well, her party of one, Uh, the sweet, unassuming, ever-so-devoted David. Now, ordinarily, Celeste would have had no difficulty casting forth a reasonable reproduction of her notorious pal's far-flung charisma, but her rehearsals were largely confined to solitary pursuit, mostly. Yet here, Celeste will assume certain studied positions on this once upon a night. It is a given that she will start out well enough. She will advance with all the more purpose between the unforeseen hours of this endless night. Celeste's impending desire will mount bit by bit, eager to rejoice, relive, and suddenly give rise to a fait accompli. She races full speed ahead, without regard for what could have otherwise resulted from certain derisive acts of jambevu. Celeste will hasten to the destiny which stirs so immutably within, in spite of herself. By definition, Celeste had plenty of, well, practice, gleaned from that steady stream of salacious digest, awash with the magnetic agony ecstasy, and octane-laden discourse, which spawns over easy from Randy Wildchild, Ashland. Celeste has been au for such a very long time. More often than not, perhaps, this feverish intoxication could have topped off, occasioning itself to die a warm, slow, heady little death. Until this one night, her fantasies would have remained burrowed within the exclusive domain of private life, slipping through solely during hidden, unspecified stretches of time, shrouded within and beneath her stark white bedroom linen, finding their welcome respite peacefully atop Celeste's personal pleasure chamber. Normally, she would have flicked it out, pressing persistently with her tiny, finely-tuned digits, until she stopped. However, this time around, not so much. On this other day or night, something else will have come to pass instead, and rather remarkably so. And all because, and perhaps only because, at the culmination of this very grand soiree and pleasure-filled reconnaissance, things really won't seem all that different Not at first. And yet, after all this, somehow it all must cease to be. Because Celeste will wake up dead. back. You're listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio, and I'm your hostess, Sandra London of livinggrind.com. You just heard my short-form erotica, oratio obliqua, a.k.a. indirect Speech, a.k.a. Celeste, and then you heard Ghost Dance, um, a classic music sample by Kevin McLeod over from the uh, Free Music Archive, as well as Something Elated. I broke for free. Also from Free Music Archive. <clears throat> okay, I haven't picked out like what which live reading I want to do. Why did I even say I would do one? I I make it so hard on myself. No, <laughs> I will do one, but I don't know which one yet. So I need one more on, and then I will be right back. I'm
0: gonna give you. Um. Uh,
2: -hmm. Um, The uh, the Architect by Mercury and the Architects. Let's do this. And I'll be right back with you. The call number is 858 815 2333. Once again, 858 815
1: 2333. Turn off the lights. Let's hide where we are. love we could carry on We're running out of time to try and find where you might belong you're just getting by but maybe you've been getting by too long but I'd rather That we stand, wasting moments to doubt To the things that you said that you probably left out Of discussions we hide in regard to the lies That we're told to keep out of our comfortable lives Every pump, let it go Think of writing these lines If the world doesn't care if I'm wrong or I'm right But I know that there's more to me than 9 to 5 and watching TV There's more to see than the bottom of this bottle when it's empty. Sick of believing we exist just to expire. When the truth is that we're living to inspire. Everything they can learn, throw it out, let it burn. Way that you were living was ready for your return greatness back the basic day shit he took the matrix that they created to pretend the racist, to control your wages to entire your let let divide the pages and ignite the brain and if we fail too we can accept remain the voice my head to the clock on the wall to the that we read, that will remain. Never... There's more to see than the bottom of this bottle when it's empty. Sick of believing we exist just to expire. When the truth is that we're living to inspire.
2: And we're back. You're listening to Playtime with Sandra Radio. And I'm your host, this Sandra London of livinggrind.com. You just heard The Architect by Mercury and the Architect. Voila. Um, I'll just go ahead and do. Uh, I'll do the pen. This is like one of my short form uh, mm. ditties <laughs> um, that is actually appended on my Twitter. My Twitter is at uh, I M, the letter I is the letter M, S A N D R A L O N D O N. I'm Sandra London. All one word. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I guess it's loosely dedicated to the huh, human machine learning processes. No, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, the pen and it was published on my website livinggrind.com on Tuesday, the twenty seventh day of January in the year two thousand fifteen, and it's called the pen. Uh, da, da, da. Already, right, yeah. yeah, the pen. Who needs a name? Annie waves. The pen has one every day. Today, my name is Anthony Brown. That's what the pewter says. Click okay. Tomorrow, I may be one Charlie Drown, but I'll still need those pills. Cell 280-9783. Majestic plurals have slots to fill. Screw me once, shoot me twice, front, back, allocate, all that damage. Collie scion, round here, dolly, it's all the same, Quins or cabbage. Got cock, got con, gotcha chuck, you are colored, my word, ain't no thing changed. A person's to paper, to wit, witch, witness, wait, which savior. A hole for ink dipping. No, dripping. Jenny Doe. Join in and line up. You're a number. A true nomen monsieur. No slipping. It's us. Just ice. Filing a filly. Single. Defile. La défendante. Keisha or concealed. Surname. Tiki uh, elegant. N'est pas la pute. Pass down. Hands up, stand up, bear down, man up, bitch, but don't clench, or I'll shoot the end. Voila, that was the pen, written by yours truly, Sandra London of livinggrand.com, uh, and published on LivingGrind.com on Tuesday, the 27th day of January in the year 2015. Oh,
0: my God. Oh, that's better, baby. Why don't we sing a song to help pass the time? Hmm? Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. dream. Merrily, 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 life is but a dream. Merrily, 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 merrily